just in time for summer, the folks at Epic Brewing have released a new canned cocktail, the Utah Margarita. A delicious blend of real lime and agave, the Utah Margarita is ready to drink by the river or in the park. And here's the kicker, no need to buy it at a liquor store. Pick up a six-pack of Epic Brewing's Utah Margarita at any local Harmon's or Trader Joe's, or visit Epic Brewing on State Street in downtown Salt Lake City. Here's what Salt Lake's talking about. Utah liquor laws make opening a bar arduous and expensive, which is why in some parts of the Valley, the neighborhood pub is actually a franchise. About time. On my quest to have at least one drink at every bar in Salt Lake County, I decided to visit every bout time in one day. My bestie, Shireen Gorbani, was along for the ride. And from counting TVs to taking notes on food and decor, we are now historians of the first descent. It's Monday, August 14th. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Shireen Gorbani, you and I have now had at least one drink or Irish car bomb at every bout time franchise in Salt Lake County. I want to read you this description from their website okay. of what bout time okay. is. And you tell me if you think this is accurate. Bout time pub and grub was started by a group of friends who wanted to create a neighborhood pub with fresh, craveable food, cold drinks, and great sports in an uncompromising atmosphere. Full agree. (laughs) (laughs) They go on to describe that each of these locations has their own personality. But before we get into what makes some of them unique, what are the through lines? What's consistent across all nine bout times we drank at in one day? Okay. And I also would like to add that I did have a drink at each one, though I did really base it out and included some non-alcoholic beers, which are now kind of my favorite jam because then I can really go the distance. So if you are not a drinker, but you're a sports fan, you want to get into a spot in your neighborhood, there are options for you at about time, about time at, I'm saying no A, A. at A, about time, A, about time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What do all these places have in common? Okay, these places have in common a few things. TVs. Oh, so many. So many TVs. I have a lot of feelings about the TVs. We can talk about it. Yeah. I have a particular preference for ones that are not all at the same level. Some of them have like a quad, like four TVs together, all showing the same thing. That was magical. But I also feel like if I lived in Bluffdale, I would be jazzed because your game's going to be on. My experience generally, I have to say, was the staff across many of the bout times that were true delights, very responsive. I find them to be very clean in a way that I think people like in their bars and eating establishments. Personally, I like places that are a little grungier, but that's my problem. Not, not about times. They do a great job keeping a really clean establishment. I think they're kind of easy to get to, which was funny. And Mm -hmm. I would also like to say that while, you know, you're saying that we went to all the about times in, in the County in one day, but we were calling it a first descent because I don't know if anyone's done this. Yeah. Well, what we were calling it was about damn time day. About damn time day. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else 
has done this. I mean, one way you could do it if you wanted to tackle a lot about times is you could kind of segment them off into quarters and then watch parts of games at different bout times, which is something we initially thought about doing. But then we were like, let's just do them all. And guess what? They're open Sunday. Yes. So we did this on a Sunday. So we know for sure. Yeah. If you're looking for a way to kill time on a Sunday and you want to get a beverage and like still have a chill experience, go to Bow Time. Do you think they feel like neighborhood pubs? No. And I think that has more to do with, I feel like I've lodged my complaints about our restrictive liquor laws many times um, in public, maybe first time on this show, but it can be hard to actually establish a neighborhood pub because of the restrictions around proximity to government buildings, parks, schools, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So they're kind of often in these more sort of industrial areas. But I feel like too, if you live in, you know, some of the communities that we visited, Harriman, Bluffdale, Bluffdale. even honestly, Sandy, these are not communities that have really a lot of neighborhood bars or even any neighborhood bars. So in some ways, I do think it might function as a bit of a neighborhood spot. It seemed like in some of the places we were in that people were regulars and they were kind of seeing people that they knew, which is what I think people like about a neighborhood bar atmosphere. I would say that specifically about Harriman. I mean, also Bluffdale. I remember it was at the February Department of Alcoholic Beverage Services meeting that the bout time in Bluffdale beat out Fisher Brewing for a liquor license because the DBS was like, Bluffdale is a growing city. 19,000 people live here. They have currently zero bars. Sorry, Salt Lake, you're not getting a second one. We're giving it to Bluffdale. And also that bout time owner said that if you don't give us our liquor license now, we're going to lose $40,000 a month being open, waiting for the license, you know, again, to shout out the DABS and the state's liquor laws. But yeah, so like if you live in Bluffdale, yeah, that is your neighborhood bar. That's your only bar. It's your only bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think that you and I agree on this, but I think you should announce it. What is the best bout time in Salt Lake County? Okay, controversial take. I do think it may be the one that's closest to you. It is what I'm calling, what I think we're calling West West Valley City A, which is in closest proximity to the Maverick Center. It is in a parking lot near the Maverick, and it is great. Boy, is it ever. Yeah, we're calling it West Valley A because there were two West Valley bout times. So we started calling them A and B. And okay, we have to describe what makes West Valley A so great. Okay. I'll start. It is pretty dimly lit. Like it has a kind of dungeon-y vibe. And I know that you hear the word dungeon and you think, Allie, this is a a dungeon is where you send people to punish them. Not the case at West Valley A. No, no. West Valley A has two bars inside the one bar. It's got 43 TVs. We know because we counted them. (laughs) (laughs) And it has like this side room that you can rent that is dungeon-y. Like the door to the side room is a gate like a graded metal a graded metal like it almost is like a little prison but then you look through it and you're like this is a party room it's got a stage it's got i mean you could get married in there you could do private karaoke you could have a birthday party i hope you do all of the above (laughs) it's got long tables and a stage and it's like just sort of this private side room the walls are brick which is what really contributes to the dungeon vibe yeah but it also is like 
very joyful and bright. I agree. And I will say the bar that we sat at, it had some of the key features that I love, a nice, like heavy, dark wood. Um, The bartender was great. Mm -hmm. And then there were just like kind of the elements of a more, so, you know, I'm from the Midwest and I really like these bars that kind of have this sort of older kind of wooden kind of classic neighborhood bar look to them. It has it all. Now I will say the bar that was kind of closed was on the side was a brighter. It was a little bit of a brighter experience. There were kind of more windows on that side. So if the locations of interest to you, but you're worried about the dungeon vibes, you could just scoot over to the side that's got the light It's really pretty charming. The other thing I would say is I think this can often be the choice of the person who's, um, you know, managing or lead that day. But the music in that one was also a real treat. We were having an absolute bop. It was a great time. And I would love to uh, talk about the food. We didn't eat at each location, but we did experience some fun kind of food endeavors. And I think this one really stood out. Yeah, I mean, we basically ate fair food. You and I split a pretzel, and then I had a bite of someone else's Monte Cristo, which is a a fried sandwich. I I don't even think it's fair to call it a fried sandwich. It's like a ham sandwich that has been dipped in batter and then fried. So it's almost like someone took a beignet and stuffed ham inside of it. And then you eat it with jam. Like, it is fair food. The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th. And this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court. And this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at slclivingtrad. We talk a lot on this show about our city's crown jewels. What are the institutions that open doors in our community and regulate its pulse? I choose Salt Lake Community College, and it is a home for incredibly focused Salt Lakers. Nearly 80% of their students work while going to school, many full-time jobs. If I could do college all over again, I would not be 33 and sitting on these damn student loans. And slick students aren't. 80% graduate with little to no student loan debt or save thousands knocking out credits before transferring to a four-year institution. Every day, Salt Lake Community College is transforming lives and communities through education. If you want to learn something new, refine a trade, or pursue a higher degree for the first time, explore your options at slcc.edu. Study alongside hard workers, save precious money, and be one in a class of 19, not 100. What were some of the highlights for you at other bout times? 
Okay, so I came in just a little late, but I do feel like the person who was opening at the Cottonwood Heights location rolled in with, if I'm not mistaken, two dozen fresh donuts Mm -hmm. and was just offering them up as part of the Sunday morning ritual. She said she just was looking to have a little fun on a Sunday. And I was delighted. That was a great experience. I mean, I feel like we had some kind of funny conversations along the way, but mostly I would just say it was interesting to bop around the entire county, really swinging from Cottonwood Heights all along the South Valley, as we mentioned, Bluffdale, Harriman. We did the stop in Sandy. And then we kind of shot up on the west side of the valley, Taylorsville, you know, West Valley City. It is fun to get out to these kind of different corners. But I have to say it would be so fun. I hope someone's listening who is a regular out at one of these places and will call in with their love proclamation. (laughs) to to the bad time because it was interesting how they were all actually kind of busy. I thought that was sort of a fun part of it too. Yeah. I mean, we started a Sunday at 11 a.m. Like there was very little reason for the Cottonwood Heights about time to be bumping on a Sunday at 11 a.m. And yet it was. And people didn't even know about the donuts. Yeah. First of all, I just have to acknowledge that like had it not been for the fact that I was walking through nine of these signs, it would have never dawned on me for years that it's a boxing pun (laughs) about time. And that's why there are gloves on every sign. So there's that. I mean, these are the kinds of things that really come to light when you do something over and over and over again. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. I have to give a shout out to Jordan Landing. Not my favorite interior, though it was the place with the four TVs glued together to make one giant TV, which is a pretty outstanding viewing (laughs) experience. Yes. But they have a side patio that is gorgeous and has ceiling fans, which I'm just a sucker for a ceiling fan, especially outside. And like I could see myself chilling in that side patio in the spring and the fall. And it is shaded. So that's really nice. And then West Valley B which is basically just like kind of deeper into West Valley, which is why it's West Valley B. They had period products in the bathroom. And I think that's great, especially for a sports bar, which they just tend to be like kind of masculine spaces. I thought it was really thoughtful touch. Yeah, I really love that. They also had something I'd never seen before, which was also ponytail holders available in a jar, clean, unused, ready for you in case you just need to, you're, you're in the middle of watching about a about and you just need that hair back. And so you yeah. can run in there. You can, if you started menstruating, you didn't know, you can grab a tampon, you can throw your hair back and you can run back out and have a great time. A good, yeah. good on them. And then the other thing I'll say is depending on what you're looking for, I noted Sandy, like if you want to watch sports and be day drinking or just like have a snack and not feel dimness because like for me like I I generally have this kind of rule which is I don't like to go out before 9 p.m. because I'm just like I don't want to be inside until the sun is down it just doesn't feel right yeah if you're looking for a bright space sandy about time sandy is so bright and yet Mm -hmm. they've still managed the glare problem so you can still kind of see the tv like they've got these half shades On the other hand, if you want to walk in and be like, this is basically, I'm in someone's basement watching the game, Taylorsville. I agree. Okay. I will also add Cottonwood Heights, great views and lots of windows. Really nice. Yeah. Cottonwood Heights was really nice. What a good place to start. The Cottonwood Heights one actually, and and maybe it's just biased because it was the first one that we went to, but like 
when I think about what about time was the truest to my expectations of what about time is, because to be clear, I had never been to a single one before this day. Yeah. It was Cottonwood Heights. It was just such a romp. It was a really fun time. I also feel like it's an interesting tour of a place that it, I, how do I describe this? I guess, well, we just kind of outlined the problem of the neighborhood bars, but yeah. I also feel like we do kind of lack or we could use more sports watching venues mm-hmm. in town. Um, so it was nice to kind of see all these different places where I guess if there was something like I've been, we've been getting up and watching World Cup games, things like that. There are these locations that are a little further out and you might have to plan a little bit to do it. But I will say the other thing that's nice about West Valley A is it's also on transit. So you can make safe decisions and get out there and watch something. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. Actually, Salt Lake Tribune reporter Andy Larson recently tweeted out asking where the best sports bar in Salt Lake was. And it caused he and I to get in a bit of a fight because I think (laughs) Dick and Dixie's is a sports bar, but he thinks it's a neighborhood bar. And I know there are people in our lives that agree with that. Yeah. Are you looking at me? I'm one of them. Yeah. (laughs) People in our lives, air quotes. But aside from Brickyard, I know the folks that took over Tinwell and it's now the Pines, which are the folks that own Dick and Dixie's, like that's a sports bar. I can't really think of other places you would go to like necessarily watch a game. Oh, beer bar. Yeah, depending on yeah, depending on the sport. Obviously, they are really Poplar forefronting Street. soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh. I don't know. I think there are lots of places that kind of you know double, but tr- like a true sports bar, Bow Time is really delivering. Yeah, who do you think that the Bow Time franchise is for? You know, my sense is for you know people who really love that kind of communal gathering to watch that thing they love, that game they love. This is definitely the place to be. But it is an interesting thing. Like, do we have like a jazz bar? Do we have a place that people are really gathering to watch the jazz? I'm not so sure we do. So it kind of seems like special events. It seems like, you know, local to your neighborhood. Certainly any of the big games are going to be on and that's going to be the focal point. But I do wonder, I would love people to, to let us know if there really is like a place that like the way the beer bar functions as kind of the soccer bar in town. Yeah. You know, I actually am a graduate of the University of Nebraska. I do know that UNL people, Nebraska fans, corn huskers, if you will, mm-hmm. go to Legends and watch the games there. But yeah. I, I, I would love to know. I feel like there should be someone who's really helping people understand where to go to watch the game that they love or the team that they love with the fans of that team. It's interesting you brought up Legends because you and I have talked about Legends before, which is in that plaza off of Second West. Yeah, second yeah. west, seventh and sixth south. Yeah, that's right. Right next to the Bruvies. And yeah. what's great about Legends is that it absolutely is a sports bar. Like you can go there, watch the game. They've got one of those big drop projector screens. screens. Yeah. But it's also categorized as a restaurant, not a bar, which means you can bring your kids. And have and I, I done know, that? Yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, because you've got a kiddo. And like I was thinking a lot on this day about how nice it would be if Bout Time was classified as a restaurant and not a bar. I mean, listen, we both I, – I love bars. I don't think anything should be declassified from bar status because I think bar status is sacred, as listeners of this <laughs> show know. But that would be kind of a great – place to be able to like bring your kids whether they're seven or 14 or whatever just like kind of want to watch the game with you get some wings hang out mom dad have a beer like I think in another state about time would be a family spot yes that's correct so one of the things that's so interesting to me about this franchise is how fast growing it is 
Their website says that they have 13 locations across Utah and Colorado. That is incorrect. They have 14 (laughs) locations just in Utah. And actually, they're poised to open two more. So if you're listening to this about time publicists, like, please do a website refresh. But what I want to ask you, Shireen, before we go is where do you think we're missing about time? Mid Valley. So it's got to be like Murray, um, Midvale. <laughs> yeah. Midvale. Right the There's not one right in the heart. What about Holiday? Like the Holiday Village Plaza? You know, I think those individuals, I mean, no shade, but they can go very easily to Cottonwood Heights or Sandy. That's true. But just kind of smack dab in on the south end of South Salt Lake, on the north end of Murray, that area right in the really Middle, middle, middle of Salt Lake County could use one. Shereen Gorbani, I, of course, have been on this journey to drink at every bar in Salt Lake County. Thank you for going on it with me. You're a good pal. Well, you know, I I am not doing all of them, but I really knew that I was going to be absolutely on the team for about damn time day. If you want to see the group photos we took in front of all nine bout times by resting my iPhone against a stranger's car windshield, you can find them on the CityCast Instagram page at CityCastSLC. Here's a little news before we go. The next meeting of the Department of Alcoholic Beverage Services Commission is Thursday, August 31st. That's when they determine who will get liquor licenses, which means stay tuned for another disappointing bar license to heartbroken business owner ratio. It is such a gauntlet, in part because of arbitrary restrictions like one bar license for every 10,200 Utahns. But word on the street is that the DABS has approximately 10 bar licenses left to hand out between now and the end of the year. Guess who's waiting in the wings for two of those coveted licenses? About time. One in Saratoga Springs and one in Tooele. Neither in Salt Lake County, thank God. But when the commission meets in August, they will have a new member, former state representative Steve Handy of Layton. He's a moderate Republican who was ousted from his seat last election cycle, and Governor Spencer Cox just appointed him to be the newest voice at the DABS, with the legislature's approval. For what it's worth, this now means three of our seven DABS commissioners don't drink alcohol. That is all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye.